Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. I never seem to finish all my food I always get a doggy bag from the waiter So I just keep what's still unshoed And I take it home, save it for later But then I deal with fungal rot, bacterial formation Microbes, enzymes, mold and oxidation I don't care I've got a secret trick up my sleeve I never bother with baggies, glass jars, Tupperware containers Plastic cling wrap, really a no-brainer I just like to keep all my flavors sealed in tight With aluminum foil, foil. Never settle for less That kind of wrap is just the best To keep your sandwich nice and fresh Stick it in your cooler, cooler. Eat it when you're ready
Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Taglia via This is the Red Pill Project. Daily Dose live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A little late today. Sorry about that. Just a little delayed. Had some little technical difficulties, but uh, we are here. That was Weird Al Yankovic with uh, his song Foil, which told uh, a lot of the truth at the end there. And, uh, you know, that's dude, that is a, a, a show in itself. Conspiracy oh. theory show. Aluminum yeah. foil. Oh, yeah. Why do people put food in aluminum foil? Where, where did this ever start? Where did this come from? Why is it food in aluminum foil? Does aluminum it protect foil. food? I don't think so. Doesn't it like oxidize it weird or something? I don't know. Ah. I don't know. I wanted to dig into this, bro. Like, you make a very well, good point. Let me ask you this What do foods typically have? Foods have weak acid in them. A lot of them have mm. weak acids, fungus yeah, yeah. and stuff like so that. Give stuff. Weak acid. So when you're putting aluminum foil on that, that's actually producing a certain type of low energy voltage. I remember seeing a video a while back of a dude actually testing this where he was able to detect certain voltages while the aluminum foil was in his refrigerator. Dude, I mean, I that stuff. I'm telling you, there's a conspiracy theory there. We should look into that one. I think I that that would it. be a good Friday show right one of these nights. Okay, Don't cool. Mind. We got I that do. down. All right, guys. Dude. Welcome wow. to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Uh, yeah. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. And I'm just going to say it a fucking conspiracy. It is holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit balls, people. Tonight is the new pandemic and nobody else is saying anything. I'm the only, again, I'm the only one posting about this. Why is nobody, why isn't this front page news? I know. October 22nd, 2022. In Belgium, the John Hopkins University, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization joined up for something known as an event called Catastrophic Contagion to deal with a new pandemic, just like they did in 2019 with COVID-19. This one, okay, this one dealt with a virus that attacked children and had 100 million children globally dead. Yeah, and and they they frame it as a hypothetical game theory session, you know, uh, <laughs> but they tend to come true, and we saw it previously with the first scamdemic. I just can't believe nobody's saying anything about this. Like, like, okay, so it's the Nueva Esperanza, right? First cases huh. develop symptoms, sixteenth, nineteenth, admitted, thirtieth, and then October tenth outbreak reported. Okay, well, remember this is Sears twenty five Sears. You know, seeing into the future, this type of thing. Let's watch a little video. Does not predict or predict any actual outbreak. Says 25 is spreading within 50 countries. The total number of cases to date is estimated at 100,000, with over 1,300 deaths. Many of the dead are children. Our goal today is to. I'm telling you guys, predictive programming. That's what yeah. all of this is. And, and we knew that they were going to come in with something else. We, I said a year ago, they're going to come in and it's going to be another pandemic and they're going to attack the kids. Why? How do you scare the living shit out of every single adult who's a father or a mother? You attack, have a virus that only attacks their children. Yeah, and, and leading up to it, conditioned them for a few years, or at least yep. that's what they've done. And I'm not doing and, – and fuck everybody out there. Doom and gloom. You, you know what, dude? This is, this is reality, okay? It's a real possibility that they could push something very 
dangerous. It's, it's in Ohio. It's in Europe. It's in China. Now, here um, is the interesting thing about this. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you read into it, the white lung syndrome that was discovered in um, Ohio, right? From China, right? From China. It's just north of Cincinnati. I thought maybe it had something to do with East Palestine. I couldn't find any connection other than Cincinnati. But white lung basically means it's a it's a, a syndrome of various different acute illnesses all happening at the same time that produce a lot of fluid in the lungs. And one thing they said about this in the news articles is that this new virus or this new sickness, they don't know why it's coming about, but it seems to be multiple bacterial and viral infections all happening at the same time, which are overwhelming the lungs with pneumonia. Now, Hmm. what would cause children to have suppressed immune systems to where they would be prone to this type of illness? Uh, you could occupy their immune systems with spike proteins and other illnesses, give them vaccines, be born from a vaccinated mother. There's a lot of things, environmental toxins, lack of different vitamins and nutrients from poor diet. Uh, man, I, I would just say the vaccine. Okay. I would just get straight to the point and say these kids. Maybe the jabbed. main contributing factor could be that. These kids were most likely jabbed. And that's why they have an abundance of viral and bacterial infections building up in their immune system because they already have immunosuppression because of the vaccine. This is why it's happening in China and and all over the world. It's happening in various sporadic places. Because here's the thing. I mean, if it was viral and bacterial, you'd be like, oh, well, it's this virus. It's causing pneumonia. But no, no, it's a whole bunch of different things in different places. Yeah. So now they can't pin it on just if it's not, come on, Josh, it's not the vaccine. It's a bunch of different mm-hmm. stuff. How could it possibly be the vaccine? They're forgetting about vaccinated induced AIDS. Yeah. Vaccine induced AIDS. VADES. VADES. That's right. And so this is what I've been talking about for years. Listening, people, this is buckle up, game on, get your fucking war of pain on, get, get your, make sure you have your freaking hydroxychloroquine, make sure you have your vitamins, make sure you have your ivermectin, make sure that you're, if you're taking your kids and they have maybe compromised immune systems or you're, you're giving them a little bit of that, uh, you know, that, that, uh, that special little sauce before they go to school. Okay. Strengthening their immune system, make them prone to, to not get viral infections. Um, this shit doesn't scare me. Which it is petrifies great. me. No, oh. It petrifies me. And the, the possibility of a real. This isn't a possibility. This is, this is what it is. Mm. They, like I said, two, one year ago, they did catastrophic contagion. Why? What happened out of that? The WHO comes out and says, we want special pandemic powers. Right. They, they put out a treaty. The United States comes in and says people, all, all of us stood up and said, hey, that can't happen unless the Senate approves of Joe Biden going into that. They changed the wording from treaty to an agreement. They're trying to pass this March yeah. time frame is when they're going to try to pass it next. OK, the WHO has been trying to take power and control over the pandemic response globally. Catastrophic contagion global event in Belgium last year. That is exactly what that event was about, where the WHO's pandemic response team basically runs their operation from a central centralized point, and they distribute that to each country that has various points of infection, and they try to stop it at that level. I said, right after those events, I said, I guarantee you're going to see another type of outbreak, whether it's COVID or something else, but this one is going to attack children. 
And here's the thing. If you have something out there that's attacking children, number one is you have the vax, which is immunosuppression. So that could be just multiple factors playing into that. Number two thing is, is guarantee you there is some type of bioengineered bacteria or virus that is out there that was released onto these people that is causing this to happen, which means that it's another bioweapon attack on the people of the world, on humanity, and nobody is saying shit about it except for us, and that's pissing me off. Because this should be... Every fucking influencer out there should be like, oh my God, catastrophic contagion. They're trying to kill kids. They said 10% of the deaths were kids. And it was it was uh, severe gut issues. And yeah. the most, of course it was. But nobody's saying anything. And, and this is why it petrifies me because this slow trickle response, people aren't catching on to the patterns. Okay. This audience is, this audience is on top of shit. They understand this. They're going to share the shit out of this episode. But this is what we do here at the Red Pill Project is we put out that that narrative that the globalists are trying to push that we see ex- we're five steps ahead of these motherfuckers we know exactly what they're trying to do they're trying to take away your rights your liberties your freedoms and eventually your life they want you gone they want you off this planet and they will attack your children to take away your rights your liberties and your freedoms to take away your country and your sovereignty they will do everything in their power remember what i said once we begin pushing back against them once we get to that precipice moment once we rise up to a high level of power They will do everything to keep their power to the point where they will scorch this earth. They will kill every single living soul that they can possibly reach to make sure that they do not lose control. They are losing control, so they are bringing on the chaos. Guys, welcome to the firestorm. It is here. Yeah, the Dow had one of the best days of the year this week. And guess what? It's going to get shitty. Jamie Dimon from JP Morgan just came Mm -hmm. out and said, you better watch out. Inflation's going to go back up. It actually hasn't come down. Joe Biden doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Of course. We are in such a serious situation right now globally. Listen, this thing could go up and just die off, right? The pneumonia just dies off. It goes away and nobody's thinking. Do you think that – go back to Rahm Emanuel. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Yes. You know, and and speaking on that, this is – it is a concern and, and people have the right to be concerned. And, and I think it's important to be mindful of the effects of the fear that comes from something like this, that we see unfolding before us, that fear is going to manifest in you or me differently. We're not going to put four masks on and do all this crazy shit, right? We're going to take care of our immune systems based on real information and real proven science and not all this fictitious stuff. But that fear is going to be used against the majority to take people's freedoms, liberties, and things away, and to just have another dystopian nightmare situation surrounding this. So that's part of this, don't let a crisis go to waste situation. The psychological aspect, the fear aspect, we have to be careful when things are are tugging at our emotions. Absolutely. And the best thing, so one thing I learned from the military, mm-hmm. and this is one of the best things that I've learned. So I, I have some bad traits that I learned from the military and some good traits. The bad traits are the same as the good traits. Number one is don't react emotionally to situations. Assess the situation, act logically, rationally, and in the best interest to save lives. Okay? that, that That's how we do it. If there's a fire and people are burning and there's other people that are about to burn and the people that are burning, are you're, you're going to waste yourself by getting them. What do you do? You have to look at that in a triage situation. You have to save who you can save. You have to save what you can save. You have to, you have to stop the damage from being done, but you cannot react emotionally. But then on the other hand is in my, my life, 
is I don't react emotionally to serious things. I instead react from this other perspective that's more logical and rational. And people that pisses people off who are close to me in life. Mm-hmm. It, it, it completely I, like I look like I'm emotionless. I look like I don't care. But guess what? I misery, do. Misery loves company. And I run into yeah. this with people in my life, too, where it's like, I don't want to join the pity party. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. If shit hits the fan, I'll join you in your pity party and we could take some actions. But right now, wallowing and just crying to each other is not what I want to do. I'm going to just. So, I remember the situation. My two, I had two Pekingese. They're Chinese warrior dogs. They're little oh. ankle biters like this big. And uh, they got in a fight. And one of them was twice as big as the other one. And my, my wife at the time was uh, pregnant with uh, uh, my daughter, Isis. And uh, they got in a fight in the kitchen. And his claw got stuck on the eyeball of one and ripped it out. And the eyeball was just hanging down. Right? Mm-hmm. And I walked in from having a smoke. And everybody's freaking out. Like, my son's like, ah! My wife is screaming, doesn't know what to do. There's blood everywhere. The dogs are running around. And I said, call the vet. I picked up the dog. I took one dog by the back of the neck. I put him in his kennel. I, I had the other dog secured. I had a uh, you know, paper towel, and I grabbed the eye. I kind of pushed it back in, compressed it, uh, got on the phone with the vet. I'm like, hey, this is what happened. But calm, non-emotional, assess the situation, get everybody calm and under control so they can help you with the situation at hand. And, and so we are in this type of situation right now in our country. And that's why I'm explaining this. We are in that type of situation right now. It's not time to act emotionally. It's not time to look at the world and say, you know what? I hate all of you. No, it's time to buckle up buttercup. It's time to, to go out there. And I'm one of these people. Okay. It's time to go out there, clean your guns, load your magazines, get to the range, shoot some targets, Make sure your level four fits. You might have gained a few pounds. Make sure your level four still fits. Make sure all your gear is just ready to go in case shit hits the fan, in case you have to get out of Dodge, okay? Um, You know, make sure you have a food supply. Make sure you have a water supply. Make sure you have the ability to survive and thrive and sustain yourself if SHTF, shit hits the fan, Okay. Yes, now, we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, but tonight is the new pandemic. The new pandemic is the, the illness and the disease within the mind virus, the mind virus to take over humanity. This is what they're going to do. You, you remember when, um, this is actually a, a really good example, if I can remember what it was. <laughs> um, what was it? It was... Filtering uh, through the pages of Joshapedia in real time. Yeah, no, yeah, you are. I'm, I'm like, I'm going through uh, <laughs> what I call um, uh, <clears throat> memory chains. Um, it, it was political. It was something with the Republicans that just happened recently, right? Hmm. And basically what you saw is everybody on the Republican side just flocks. Oh my God, we got to support this. We got to do this. And I'm sitting there going, no, stop that. That, right? Oh, Israel, Israel. There you go, Israel. Here's Israel, mm-hmm. you know, oh, we need to get Johnson in as speaker. Oh, we need to get rid of McCarthy. Oh, we need to do this. You get Johnson in. He comes out with an Israel, Israel, American flag on there, immediately signs support for Israel, sends money over there. And Republicans all over the country just flock and raising Israeli flags and fighting with Palestinian protesters out there. Like yeah. you guys, 
two weeks ago, you guys are talking about the Kazarian mafia and the Zionist revolution that occurred in the Belfort declaration and how, you know, how the Kazarians rule the world. And now you're jumping on board with them and, and, and getting on planes and going out there and doing humanitarian missions with them and supporting Israel. Like what the fuck just happened? Well, what happened was a mind virus. They got mind fucked. Okay. What happened is psychological warfare played out. A situation happened on a international scale that the news was able to manipulate the minds of people, kind of like an earwig, but in a mind virus, it infected their minds to the point where it struck down deep within their belief structure. That thing that has been built since the time that they were born. Okay. And it touched, it touched that little fire and it lit something in them. And all of a sudden, everything that they've known for the last few years went away. And it's like, man, we got to, we got to support Israel. We got to go out there. This was such a horrible event. And oh my goodness, all those people died. And not one care or concern about the Palestinian people who were innocent bystanders. And a lot of them were innocent bystanders in what happened here. Here's the thing. I stand with the Palestinian people and I stand with the Israeli people. I do not stand with Hamas and I do not stand with the state of Israel. I think that both of those systems are completely corrupt and fucking evil, evil to the core. Both of them are a creation of the Zionists. Both of them are ran and operated by globalists. Okay. Now, if anybody has been in this whole stuff that we've been doing for the last three to five years, you would know that. But a lot of people like, Oh, Josh, I can't believe you said that about Israel. Oh, I'm, I'm never watching you again. I got those emails and I said, goodbye. Have a great day. Take care. Because you know what? If you don't get it now, if you don't understand how this system works around you, the system of psychological warfare, to where when the Fox News and CNN and MSNBC finally agree on something, where Democrats and Republicans finally agree on something and they all come together in support of something, you know you're getting fucked. You know something bad is happening, that there is a psyop being ran on your ass. And we called it out from the beginning. And many other people did too. And a lot of bigger people, they got, they're getting persecuted at a high level. Elon Musk is mm. getting shot down because of all this. Oh, yeah. What, what happened there? So Elon Musk gets shot down from this from his advertisers. One of them happens to be Disney. So now everybody's yeah. boycotting Disney. Yeah, Beautiful. fuck you, Disney. That's exactly what needs to happen. We need to show them that we are the majority and we have the power. And we do that through where we put our money, where we put our, our, our minds and our words, and where we put our thoughts and our actions. That's how we mm -hmm. show that power. And this is what James Madison and Federalist 46 always talked about. He talked about the four ways to curve a tyrannical and oppressive government. Disquietude. This is disquietude. If you're out there right now and you're like, what can I do? Get on a Rumble account. No subscribers. Yeah. Upload some videos. Go live. Get, put, put a black sheet as your backdrop. Listen, that's just a black sheet as my backdrop, okay? Get a nice little chair. Use your laptop camera. Get, get a, a, a $50 microphone on Amazon. Sit in front of your computer and yell and scream about this bullshit that's happening in the world. Because you know what? Somebody's going to listen. You're going to help someone come to the realization that, oh, shit, maybe everything I have learned is wrong. Oh, man, maybe I'm looking at the situation the wrong way because that's what we try to do here every single night. But here's the key factor that you have to understand about disquietude. 
Never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are or what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it with your own research, investigation, inquiring through your own volition. And that research, inquiry, and investigation, that isn't going and validating what someone said. That is going into the heart of what somebody says, opening up that book of investigation, following it back as far back as you can go, following the money, the people involved, the content that is that is uh, that is contained within it, and finding out through various variations of perspective, which I call uh, uh, analytical discernment, is what is really hypercritical analysis, analytical discernment is what was really happening. And that's just looking at it from various different points of view. And go out there and do that on a show. And you know what? Call me up. Hit me an email. Josh, I got a show. I want to bring it on board, buddy. Come on, let's go. You just got to do your own technical backdrop. We got a time slot for you right here. I'm cool with that. Vince is cool with that. We can teach you how to do it. Okay? But that's disquietude. The next one is civil disobedience. This is the next stage of where we're headed to in this country. Oh, yeah. you know what? Plan this is the fuck off. Fuck you. Yeah. This is this is Fafo. This is Fafo. Okay. We we I think we've been on the fuck you this whole year. This whole year, I've been sitting here yelling and screaming that look, Republicans and Democrats are the left and the right wing of the same fucking bird. Stop trusting them. Stop putting your faith into them. Stop like, oh well, you know, Johnson is such a good guy, and he's he's with the Freedom Caucus, and and he's got my full support, and I'm gonna go out there and get people to sign up for votes to do this. And then the Democrats just drop off two hundred thousand new votes in that district with newly signed signatures. They all get accepted, and your guy loses. And then Johnson comes in, and the first thing he does is sides with the Democrats and Joe Biden and everybody else because the Israeli lobby is the largest lobby in the country. They fund the Democrats and the Republicans. They own Joe Biden. They own the military-industrial complex, and they're going to do what they wish. And see, that was a prime example right there of Congress not giving a fuck about you. Joe Biden just came out and said today, he, what did he say? He said, if we, if we raised taxes on billionaires and made those billionaires pay their fair share, we could, we could, we could raise $410 billion in 10 years. I'm sitting there going, the fuck? $410 billion in 10 years by raising taxes on billionaires? You know what they mean by raising taxes on billionaires? Because they tried mm -hmm. to do this before. Take their money and use it for corruption, feeding oh, other no. corrupt politicians and rich people? What? No, no, no. Because, by the way, 400, $410 million is a piss in the wind to the government, okay? That's literally what they spent this year in, in uh, Afghanistan, Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. That, that's literally what they spent on four countries and war in two, okay? It's a piss in the wind for them. So $410 billion in 10 years? Hold on. What did they just try to do last year? Well, we're going to raise taxes, but only for those people who make more than $300,000. Anybody under $300,000 is not going to see a tax raise. And Republicans were like, oh, I like this bill. Let's get it out there. And they passed it. And what did you find out? Oh, they just increased audits 85% by people who make less than $300,000. Oh, the largest tax increases happen to people who make more, or sorry, under $300,000. They lied their asses to you. And it took the government, uh, the GAO, to actually government auditing office to actually go out there and show this to you. And the bill still passed. They don't give a crap about you. They want more money. They want more power and they'll have more corruption in the midst of all that. Okay. So when we start looking at the lies and the deception that are happening on that grand level, we just need to say, we're done with you. Civil disobedience. Guess what? 
We're, we're not signing the paychecks anymore, guys. Go out there to your, your W-2s. Put 10 dependents on there so you have zero tax withholdings. And I want 30 million people to do it. Put 10, 10 dependents, zero tax withholdings. I think nine is the max or 10, whatever. And at the end of the year, they'll send you a tax bill. You say, well, this is voluntary. It's income tax. It's voluntary income tax. Show me the tax law. Okay? And if uh, 20 million people did that, guess what? They lose. We win. They lose. We win. They don't have the revenue to move forward. They don't have a billion dollars to piss in the wind when we do it that way. And you know what? I guarantee you in this country, in the United States of America, 350 million people population, there is a hundred million MAGA Trump supporters to where if we had the ability to get that word out there for that tax protest, we could easily get 80 to 100 million people do exactly that. Hey, we're not paying taxes till you guys fix 2020. Figure it out. We're not even going to intervene. Figure it out. And when you come back to us and say there was the cleanest, best election in the world, that it wasn't stolen and everything was fucking hunky-dory, we're going to say, uh, fuck you. It's time for you all to resign. Or we're not paying taxes. And we want new elections with paper ballots. Civil disobedience, people. It doesn't mean go out there and yell and scream at the, the public sidewalk to whatever the government determines to be public space to where this is a free speech p- spot that we've ordained, but you have to go get your permit down the street in order to stand on that free speech spot and you can't carry your firearms onto it. No, that the times of that shit are over. Over and done with. Civil disobedience this day is, you know what? Disney, Fafo. Fuck around and find out. You want to you want to play fucking with the big guys? All the subscriptions are gone. All conservatives cancel your subscription. Cancel all your trips to Disneyland. You know what? And what will happen is a business will come up. There'll be a competitor to them. It'll take all that business from them and put them out of business. Yeah, or Elon will buy them. (laughs) Yeah, or Elon will buy them and change them and make sure that they can't do that shit again. Right? But this is that's the civil disobedience that we need. You know what? Another company wants to come out and fafo. Let's let's fafo. Let's fafo. Let's do it. This is what we need to do at the levels of civil, civil disobedience. James Madison also said you have to have outspoken governors. We are coming up in an election race. I hope that you're going out to these govern, gubernatorial candidates and you're looking at them and going, "He's a rhino. He's a neocon. He's a traditional conservative. Um, he's MAGA, but that guy's a piece of shit." I hope you're looking at these people like that. And I hope we're not rallying behind somebody just because they can win, because that is the wrong methodology on how to do this. Yeah, we shouldn't rally behind somebody who has no chance in winning. But what we need to do is we need to go into these systems and take over these political systems. We need to go in there. You know what I re- honestly wish would happen? Honestly, What's that? I wish Donald Trump would come out and say, I'm leaving the Republican Party. I am creating the MAGA Party. I wish... To God, he would do that, okay? And then all of a sudden, you have Robert F. Kennedy, or yeah, RFK come out and say, you know what, I'm joining the MAGA party. And you get Donald Trump and Robert F. Kennedy going out there doing debates back and forth with each other, and then they pick each other for their running mates. Hmm. Not that I, I trust RFK, he's a Kennedy. He's, he's, a, he's a satanic bloodline, I don't care. But you know what? Both of those guys would do this country good in the meantime until we can get our shit together. But at the end of the day, 
Trump needs to go out there, create his own political party, and watch how many people flock over to it. That's the key factor you have to understand here. The only reason that Donald Trump is still with the Republican Party is because the RNC and super PACs, because of the money flowing in from businesses, organizations, and foreign governments through super PACs into the RNC, as, uh, as James O'Keefe has shown, it's not just the DNC that is funneling money in through people's names who aren't actually donated the money. The RNC is doing it as well. And there's no criminal investigation. You're never going to see a criminal investigation. And that's why Trump's over there, because that's where the money is. Now, if Trump went out and created his own political party, the money would follow. The money would follow. The people would follow. And I guarantee you, he'd have 100 million people within a week or two signed up with him. And that would just show the sheer power of this movement to really really spark that fear into the eyes of the deep state and the globalist. But see, they got different plans. They, They can't steal this next election. Ray Dalio, uh, about eight months ago, did an interview. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who Ray Dalio is out, out there, he's the CEO of Bridgewater Capital, a large uh, hedge fund. He's worth about 15 to $17 billion. He sits on the board of directors of the World Economic Forum. He is 100% a globalist moving towards globalism. Okay, He is one of those people, good friends with Larry Fink of BlackRock. Mm-hmm. And Ray Dalio came out and he was doing an interview and he just wrote his new book called The New World Order. It tells you a little bit about him. He's the new Henry Kissinger of our modern age. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was asked, what do you, what are your predictions for the 2024 election? He said, well, I don't see it going in a good way either way. He goes, we are at a very destabilized point in our society. Uh, socially, culturally, and politically. He goes, if we go into this election where the Democrats win, the Republicans aren't going to believe it, and they will revolt and we'll burst into a civil war. war." He goes, then we're going to go into a situation where if the Republicans win, the Democrats aren't going to believe it, and then we're going to burst into a civil war. And he goes, the only outcome I see ever happening in 2024 is a civil war. This is a globalist, a guy who sits literally at these tables telling you, 2024 election is going to lead to civil war. So if, if the establishment knows this, if they know that they cannot go through with the 2024 election because it's going to fracture the country, it's going to lead to civil war, okay? They know yeah. that they can't win. They can't cheat because we're seeing that all over the place. A lot of these people, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Arizona, they're getting arrested, okay? Yeah. They're, they're cleaning up a lot of this shit. So they know they can't cheat. And, and just like um, this last election we were talking about, is they, they can try to cheat, but the m- amount of people that are going to go out and vote for Trump is so overwhelming that they're not going to have the c- capability to do it. So this means that they either relinquish power, put their plans on hold for a certain period of time. Well, Donald Trump comes in, let Donald Trump come in again and then try to take him out again like they did last time. But that's not going to work because he knows all the tricks and all the stuff that they're trying to do. Plus we have a very, very MAGA ish style Congress. We have about 25 members on the America first MAGA uh, level. Now that's a little less than the 435 or the majority in the house, but the same thing happened in 1931 and 1932 and 1933 in Germany. And I'm going to draw that parallel. 1931 in Germany, the uh, the Nazi party took over 15 seats in the parliament. 
1933, they won the majority by ousting all the other political power uh, parties and taking the majority over 50% of the seats. And that's what rose Adolf Hitler to power. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So what we had here in 20, uh, 2022 was you had basically the MAGA party, if you want to look at it like that, got 20 to 25 seats. And in 2024, guess what they're going to do? They're going to get about 50, 60, 80, maybe 100 seats. Because Donald Trump is on the presidential campaign. He's going to be endorsing all these MAGA America oh, yeah. First candidates. They're all going to rise up. They're going to replace all these other people who are no longer running. And so this is scary for the deep state with Donald Trump in power and control with control of Congress and a 50-50 Senate, which is still going to be a 50-50 Senate. So with that being said, they have a few options. Number one, they can let it happen, relinquish control, put their plans on delay. Number two, they can let it happen, relinquish control, and fight it like they did between 2016 and 2020. That's not an option for them. They don't have control of the Congress or the Senate. They don't have control of the government. Just not something that they're willing to do. Uh, number three, they can take out Donald Trump. They can martyr him and deal with everything that falls from that, but they eliminate him from the stage. But they also know by doing that, that RFK would rise to power in his absence. And that to them is another threat because RFK is another elitist who knows what they're doing, how they're doing it, and is willing to step in to stop them. Okay. <clears throat> or number three and four. And by the way, we all heard Michelle Obama is probably going to be running for president. Gavin Newsom, oh, Newsom Obama will be the ticket. But number four is this. And I think that this is the most likely scenario. Generate so much social, cultural, and political destabilization. Bring this country to the knees economically. Uh, increase joblessness. Um, increase the cost of goods and services, energy. At the same time, global war and pandemic. Because the pandemic strikes fear in the people's eyes, into their minds. Nobody wants to get sick and die. Nobody wants to be wrong. Everybody questions their, their integrity during those points in times when these types of things are happening. At the same time that a pandemic comes about, you have war that breaks out. American troops are going overseas. They implement a draft. They take all able-bodied men and women out. We have Governor Abbott in Texas sending 37,000 migrants to various different cities around the country. I wonder what's going on. Those are 18 to 25-year-old men who are military age. <clears throat> we know that sleeper cells are all throughout our cities. Just yeah. waiting for the moment where you start seeing groups of 10 armed and ready active shooter situations in liberal cities spread throughout entire states. And they will easily run over our law enforcement. And the reason I say that is because they law enforcement doesn't have the capability to fight an army or even a small platoon. This is the situation that they could bring about right now. Absolute fucking chaos. Yeah, because that what makes sense too. Is cancel the 2024 election. Yeah, cancel the election. And and this way is kind of something they might go with because uh, they maintain that control. They don't lose power. Mm -hmm. At least maybe there they have a better go. chance of not. It allows them to secure power. And that would be the fourth thing is to go out there and just secure power once and for all. Say, you know what? F it. We'll deal with the backlash from the Patriot community. Let's just take power, implement martial law as fast as possible. We can do that under the guise of a new pandemic that's affecting children. 
lock down the country, keep people out of school, keep people out of work. We'll pump stimulus into the system. They have enough capitalization to do that. Why not? Very good possibility, people. So Ken Paxton, the attorney general in Texas, remember they tried to impeach this guy? Oh, yeah, I remember. Well, we find out why. He's suing Pfizer for misrepresenting COVID-19 vaccine efficacy and conspiring to censor public discourse. Good for you, Ken Paxton. But he was investigating that during that whole time. He was coming after Pfizer. Good. What else we got here? I'm, I'm going to talk about a few different stories tonight. Um, but the white lung pandemic, guys, watch this like a hawk. Oh, uh, just happened today as well. The the Wall Street had one of its best days of the year. On the same day that OPEC members agreed to cut oil production by an additional 1 million barrels per day starting tomorrow. That was the result of their meeting, huh? Wow. Yeah. And so what's going to happen to energy prices? Bing. Going up. Yeah. Yep. Gee, what the hell, man? 2023 shatters climate records set to be the hottest year ever, according to the UN. Yep. Hmm. I don't believe any of this climate bullshit. What? Is, okay. Where the hell are you getting this shit from? I don't believe anything that comes from the United Nations anymore. Yep. So what do we have? Rothschild wants merger between corporations, governments, and AI to save capitalism. This is Lynn Forrester Day Rothschild, not even a woman who's in the Rothschild family. She's only there by marriage. Follow the wives. You want to know who Lynn Forrester Day Rothschild is? Mm-hmm. Uh, her mother was a school teacher. Her father was a military officer, very much similar to a lot of other wives of very rich and powerful people. Blonde hair, blue eyes, and uh, probably a product of Project Paperclip of the actual Nazis that came over to the United States. That's probably where she came from. Probably one of those Nazi daughters. And that's why she's in the house of the Rothschilds right now. And inclusive capitalism is what they call it. And inclusive capitalism is nothing more than communism. It's what the World Economic Forum calls public-private partnerships, PPPs. It's communism rewritten, people. It's exactly what China has and is doing. Yep. Man, that was a good rant today, huh? Great rant. Great rant. Absolutely. And you know, ask yourself this. What's the real PSYOP? Listen to this. Hmm. Watch it spin. Just spin. Okay, that's all I want you to do. Okay. Doesn't no likey likey. <laughs> Lewis of New York City's boroughs, and the only borough with the Hispanic majority. President Biden got 83% of the vote here in 2020. But now the Biden campaign is seeing polls coming out saying President Trump is gaining traction with voters of color, even younger voters. So I came to the Bronx to put a face on the numbers, and I was shocked by what I heard on the streets. Do you think that President Biden is doing a good job with the economy? No, he's not doing nothing yeah, to support nobody. Is he doing a good job? Yes or no? No, no. I, I can see we're all going to be the streets homeless. Biden and his press secretary said that prices are going down. Is that your experience or is that not true? No, that is definitely not true. Prices are definitely going up. I used to go across the streets to Fordham to go get me a meal. I can't even get me a meal because that meant $20. <laughs> 
minority communities. We're not seeing the improvement. Uh, I, I, there's inflation with everything, food, gas, insurance prices. I mean, you name it. Bidenomics is not working. It's, it's just a complete mess. It's a disaster, especially here in New York City. We're feeling it very hard. You could say anything to Biden right now who says that the economy is improving, especially in black and brown communities. What would you say to him? That's lies. I believe that's lies. Heavy lies on that, for sure. Do you think that somebody else? Uh, enough said. What do we got here? We got the deception. 83% of the vote is what Joe Biden got in these areas. But that is absolutely untrue. Yeah. These people don't like Joe Biden. Those, these people didn't vote for Joe <laughs> Biden. That's the illusion that was put out there. And now they can't hide it. You know what that means, Vince? That we're moving mm. to that Christmas moment. I guarantee you that, mm. that the more and more people begin to research what's happening with the white lung syndrome and all this stuff and the pan pandemic, yeah. people are going to begin to realize that this is all stage this is all bullshit this is all about money power and control and corruption and to hide their crimes against humanity and as we do that we're going to be moving towards the precipice and as that precipice comes they will not be able to hide any longer yeah it really could be the end of this and maybe the start of a something better i'm hoping mm -hmm. but we'll see man lots of moves and counter moves ahead Hey, did you hear this? Glitches are affecting the banking system. One such glitch resulted in paychecks not being deposited at many re banks recently. Customers yeah. at major U.S. banks, such as America, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, have complained about delays within their direct deposits on November 7th, following a glitch with pr uh, processing payments. Many contacted their banks, blah, blah, blah. This isn't just happening there. The Federal Reserve has something known as the Automated Clearinghouse. That software system is much, much older. It's actually offshore. It's owned by an offshore company, a trust holding company. It's private, by the way. And did you know they take one one thousandth of a uh, of a percent of every transaction they do through ACH, no. which is billions of dollars a day? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that reminds me of like gas prices. It's always yep. nine tenths of a cent at the at the top. Yep. <clears throat> and so there's glitches happening within the baking industry. Why? Think Russian about hackers. Well, that's what they'll blame it on. But at the end of the day, what are they trying to do? Unified ledger. CBDC, central bank digital currency. We have the Fed now system. They're trying to replace a failing system. Remember, we talked about this 1971, 1972. We went off the Brent, uh, Bretton Woods Agreement. We went to fiat currency off of the gold standard in 1933. We had the inclusion of the Federal Reserve. We basically went off of real traditional, real money. Is we have this system that happens every 40 years, 50 years, 60 years of this transition of money. Well, we're at one of those systematic transitions right now. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to show the vulnerabilities within the money system, including the banks, as well as Wall Street and the stock markets. And this is what uh, you saw Larry Fink talking about the other day, moving towards tokenization, is that everything's going to move towards tokenization, not just how stocks are bought and sold, but how your money is utilized and calculated and held by banks that why did six or why have 67 branches shut down in the last two yeah. months of these top banks why is it dropped by over 2200 in the last five years in the number of brick and mortar banks the reason is is they don't need them anymore because all the infrastructure is being moved to a digital economy to where all these banks and financial institutions are going to produce privatized tokenization or privatized digital currency which they'll utilize within their own uh, traditional economic ecosystems of mortgages, of loans, of cash, utilize the businesses that they own, that they're intertwined to within the conglomerates that you will have to abide by to bank with them, which will be cleared through central bank digital currencies. <clears throat> and they need to 
bring way for that system to be implemented by showing the failure in the current banking system and its vulnerability, susceptibility, and its its system um, degradation. And that's what you're seeing with these glitches, and it's going to get a lot worse, guys. Yeah, once they once they expose the vulnerabilities, even if they're fake, uh, people are going to be lining up and begging for people for the government to save their money, or they're going to be just demanding that the banks do something, and the government's mm-hmm. going to come out. And they're going to offer solutions and implement their own systems that benefit. It looks them. like we got uh, so we got censored on Facebook. Why? Because of the uh, the one video we played. Oh, great Hold video! On. Let me get us back on Facebook. We had a we had a good audience watching over there. Um, where's my problem reaction solution? I knew something happened. We went from uh, like 140 to 84 over here. Let me go here. I'm, I'm just trying. We're, we only got a few more minutes left, but I want to get this back on Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Facebook. Right. See if it's streaming now. Oh, we have our uh, after sh- after chat tonight with Josh, the Q&A, just so you all know. Yeah, let's, let, yeah, let's go ahead and put that out there. Um, Tonight we have our after um, after dark Q and A or after chat Q and A. If you guys are interested in that, you can go to socialredpill.com, grab one of the five dollar subscriptions, and join in on that. Uh, how do you get there? How does it all come up? Easy peasy, people. Go on over here, socialredpill.com. Okay, on the left hand side, you got groups. Go onto the groups and go Thursday Q and A with Josh. Just click on that group. If you go in there and you don't have a subscription, it'll come up there and say, oh, you need to join this. That's where you get the subscription at. But you go in there and at the top, you're going to see this event right there. It's going to come up and there's a Zoom link and you just click on that Zoom link and you can join the meeting. It starts at 9 p.m. Central, which is in about 30 minutes from now. So if you want to jump into that after dark Q&A, socialredpill.com, go to the groups after you get into your profile and go to Thursday Q&A with Josh. Um, Tomorrow for the gold subscribers, we have our Red Pill exclusive content. If you're interested in that, you go to the exclusive content group. It'll show you what subscription you need for that. But Vince and I will probably be going live sometime in the early afternoon on that channel on that group channel. And that's where the content will be published for people to find that me and Vince will be on there tomorrow um, doing that. But at the end of the day, what what do we got to really say here is that shit is hitting the proverbial fan guys. Things are happening. This, this white lung stuff, this might just be a, a nothing burger. It might just be a little something that's happening and, you know, immunosuppressed kids are getting bacterial and viral infections in their lungs because the air is poisonous and hard to breathe. And, um, you know, it's just spreading like wild cakes. I don't know. <clears throat> but then there also could be a bioweapon being utilized against humanity again to basically call you and me as parents down to our knees because we want to keep our kids safe. And that is the methodology that these people would use and would do. So be ready, be prepared, get buckle up. Hey, tomorrow night, uh, we got fringe after dark or sorry, conversations on the fringe and then fringe after dark fringe after dark now is a show. So it'll be a zoom. So it'll be zoom, but we'll still be presenting and continuing the conversation from the show. And we'll record it. 
Yeah, and afterwards, we'll print after our chat. And we'll record that and be posting that on the... Uh, I think your audio cut out here. a bit. Oh, wait. Oh, Maybe am it's I back. good? Yeah, am I good now? Yeah, it sounds better. Okay. <clears throat> so keep that in mind, guys. I want to just keep everybody up to date with everything that's going on. Uh, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to go to DLive. I got to pull up Pilled real quick. Uh, we didn't get that stuff put out last week, so we got to get it put out this week. Let's do it. And the scratching has been released. And the treasure chest had, ooh, man, treasure chest. That thing was filled up. Thank you, Roxy. <clears throat> there you go. Treasure chest has been released, guys. You're good to go. Um, but yeah, we are in very, very serious times, people. And just because the economy has a good day, just because we get a few victories here, doesn't mean that we're out of the woods on anything. We need to be vigilant. We need to be prepared. There's a lot of things coming down. You can see the narrative, the stage being set, and we just have to be on our toes with everything that's happening. So pay attention. Don't forget to subscribe and uh, to all of our channels. Help us out. Support us the best that you can. We appreciate everybody out there that is subscribed and helping us out. We appreciate everybody who took part in the Battle of the Streams. Um, James Grunvig, he's got Unrestricted Warfare. It looks like you guys have been watching that show. Uh, it's doing phenomenal on the channel. So thank you so much for the support for James Grunvig. He definitely appreciates it. Um, if you do see his show on there, you know, feel free to send him some pills or some Rumble Ramps. Those go all to James. <clears throat> the same thing with Morning Coffee and with Vince. If you guys throw that stuff at us. Um, we'll get those over to them, uh, help support the Red Pill Project and a lot of our content creators that we're bringing on. We're going to have a few more shows coming on over the next few weeks. And so that's going to be increasing through the month of December until we kind of finally launch what we're trying to do. Um, I want to give a shout out to the Battle of the Streams, RPG 3573, donated five lemons. Thank you so much, RPG. Digital Dope just followed. Welcome, Digital Dope. <laughs> Good name. Man, go on over to redpills.tv. Make sure you subscribe over there and go over to socialredpill.com, my friend. Join the Red Pill fam. Welcome, yeah. uh, welcome to the fam there, bud. Enlightened Science just donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. Get her done, five lemons. Meryl Lou, six lemons. RPG3573, five lemons. Thank you so much, Get her done, Meryl Lou and RPG. Uh, Lori, Grandma Five Revolt. She had to put her name in there. Two lemons, RPG, uh, two ice cream. Princess Little Eight, three ice cream. Thank you so much, Grandma. Uh, Grandma Five Revolt, RPG, and Princess Little Eight. U Town, three, six, nine, three lemons. Iliep, one lemon. P, P Kitty, 79, three lemons. Thank you so much, U Town, Iliep, and P Kitty. Iliep, another lemon. Roxy. Uh, SDG 693 Lemons, RPG 3573, one ice cream, and Abbas Mati, one ice cream. Thank you so much, Iliep, Roxy, RPG, and Base Mati. Guys, thank you for all the donations tonight. Um, there's there's a little bit more no news, but some of it's kind of fringy, and I think we're going to talk about it tomorrow on Fringe. All right. So we'll save that for tomorrow. Uh, some kind of, kind of, kind of stool, cool stuff, and... Uh, We'll, we'll have some fun tomorrow with friends, but much love, respect. God bless all of you guys. Uh, 30 minutes from now, uh, we'll be doing the Thursday night Q&A. And then this weekend, Saturday night, we're going to have our game night. And we can do that directly through Zoom where we got trivia and all different types of games. We'll play music, have a good old time, you know, bring a, bring a bottle of liquor and have a few drinks with us. <laughs> Sunday night, we got movie night. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to Nate and see what we got in store this week. Uh, cool guys, much love, respect, God bless you Take care, have a great night See you guys next time Either we will get the full cooperation Of other governments to stop this menace 
or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me eye patch the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.